Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake. What's going on, guys? Hanging out. Way to grow. In, in studios. Yeah, the dude and I are actually together. If it hails today, we'll both freak the hell out, man. All right? All good. I have nothing to freak about. You don't, man. Your car is fully depreciated. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the negative range at yes. this point. So, guys, hanging out today, episode 416. Good show. Um, we have, uh, what do we have? A little bit of everything, you know? If you don't know the show, some cannabis news, grow talk. What's going on in our grows and in general, Scotty bullshitting. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dude, I got caught this morning um, on the way into the studios. Actually, I was on the way to get my breakfast burrito first, which that was a fail as well. But real quick, I, I don't know if there's a phrase for these type of people when the light turns yellow, they fucking slam on their brakes. And I had to drop the F bomb there because I was like, Dude, oh, I, I, I did the throw my hands up in the air behind Dude. them. And like, it was literally the light just changed. To yellow, like there's time for like three cars, and they right. just almost like the brakes so hard, like the back of their cars going sure. up in the air and shit. That's sure, like, oh my, wouldn't want to do anything illegal. My driver's ed instructor in high school, like in the driving segment of it, was like, "All right, if you, if you can see it turn from green to yellow, gun it." Yeah, as long as you go through it and it ain't red, man. By the way, we were just trying to get some lunch. Uh, oh, surprise, surprise, man! I, I meant we were supposed to get an early morning. 420 snack? I don't know. Ramen, some ramen, early morning ramen. Yeah, shit. If I'm eating before 4.20 a.m., it's still dinner. It's just like a late dinner, <laughs> you know? But uh, And then there was just crazy traffic. They're building a new stadium in town. There was a crane where a car lane should be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, had like eight people get in front of me, you know? I was just like flipping out. I did a little flip out maybe, man. And then I was like, up. Oh, Shit, Guru is directly behind me. He can see everything I do. <laughs> I'm sitting here acting like a little bitch, and Guru can see it, man. So it was kind of funny, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely yeah. got to keep it cool so in traffic. I put the tenor saw on. You ever listen to tenor saw? Uh, mm-hmm. Good old school reggae, man. Real old old reggae, man. I want to say it's like dance, dance hall. T-E-N-O-R space saw. S-A-W. Album called Fever, man. That's my jam right there. <laughs> Well, let's get into a couple prime time supporters here. Who you got, man? Dyna Grow. Dyna yeah, Grow. I'll give it up for Dyna Grow, man. Let's Guru. Will you help me try to get a stone call? He don't have to be stoned, but let's let's see if <laughs> let's see if we can get uh, Alex from Dyna Grow on this week because yeah, he's got some good on. things to say. Those guys have been in the game for a long time. Uh, they're really strong in California, and I mean, I, I've used Dyna Grow. I want to say ninety one when I bought my first system. It came with Dyna Grow, <laughs> and what was so simple about it? What was so were they cool water about farms? It, uh, it was the no, rock that would have been general hydroponics. Yeah, think. it was the slab systems where the guy was making them with a drill bit and a you know a drill in the back, man. Oh, you probably were too too young for the slab systems, no? Uh, no, rock that's what slabs. I first used because you helped me set up my first grow. So yes, I had the rock wool slabs. Yeah, and then you would describe you wouldn't describe how many lights you had. You would be like, dude, I got four twelve slab systems, man, <laughs> and a thousand watt light, a red eye conversion bulb, man. Cool, cool, but uh, that's old, old school. That you is old pretty school. old, man. That is the 940 conversion. I want to try out their Dynazyme. That's what we should learn about because it's one of their newer products. 
um, and I'm, I'm all about enzymes, if you will. Deal, man. So, Deal. Yeah, let's get them on the uh, on the show. So thank you, Dynagrow, for the support. Thanks for those good quality, simple nutrients. Uh, one thing about them, man, is you don't you don't, don't really have to dilute them much. You won't see anything with an ounce per gallon at Dynagrow. You're going to see like a tables or a teaspoon, you know, a teaspoon and a half maybe. But it's really concentrated shit, man. That's what I like yeah. about it. What you all got, right. What do I got? What do I got? Ramo nutrients. Oh, if you don't know about welcome to flavor country. The Ramo. Uh, Ramo's got a cool uh, YouTube show, also. I so it's the Urban. E is pronounced as an A, just so I can fit in with everybody, man, because it's spelled R E M O. I've heard it both ways, man. Whatever yeah, I kind of have heard it. Ramo, Ramo, though. Yeah, Ramo. Yeah, either one. All either right, one deal. will work. Uh, we'll have to ask him next time we hang. Anyway. Check out the nutrients, guys. Uh, definitely came on, support the show. Hooked up. I was going to keep one of the sample packs we gave out at the cup, but uh, not not just yet. Waiting to potentially get in a grow competition with Scotty if he ever gets all all fully kicking. Oh man, don't get me started. Don't <laughs> ask me about but if shit. You want all right? to try a nutrient with uh, no no animal byproducts. Uh, it's a good nutrient line as well as it comes with a nifty lighter holder. So you stoners that burn down, which I can't believe I didn't know what that thing was. Um, it's pretty badass. <laughs> but we'll get them. Uh, Are we talking lighter holder? Or it like was the a, leash. Like right? a lighter leash. Yeah, that's what I think it was, right? The one that... And then retractable. Yeah, there we go. There we yeah. go. My bad. But yeah. people in the crew running it as well. Shout out to KDK. I have to get pick her brain a little bit. I don't know if they're still running that, but for a while, they're one of the originators that said, hey, man, you guys should check this shout yep. shit out and got involved with the show. So much appreciated. Check them out over Facebook, Twitter, all the good stuff as well. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's see here. On, we'll give it up to the EP man, the executive producer. Sure. What do you got? What do you got? Oh, sir, coughs a lot, man. <laughs> He's just... Talking some interesting stuff, man. He's talking about his autos and uh, what, what's he got? Tangematic and Chemdog he's dropping in. So very cool. Uh, dude, I'm trying to learn about autos, man. You know, I'm trying to. I don't want to jump into what's growing on, but we do have to figure some stuff. I, I'm thinking. Plant can't... one, man. Yeah, okay. Deal. <laughs> Deal. I know. I mean, autos. Which, which one, though? Which We variety? have so many resources with Autoflower Steve. Plenty of people in these past questions have recommended tons of shit. I also heard... I think it's autoflower.net might be a really good community. I know some people in the crew hang out on an auto another autoflower like forum or sure. board, if you will. All right. I'm just gonna call, call autoflower Steve, man. Yeah, yeah hook up something with that. Dude, sure. we'll definitely be able to figure out figure out right a lot. But no, we can get into uh what I'm I, I gotta get my hands on one seed and I guarantee you I'll try and have it checked for the end of the show. I know in like just searching over at dudegrows.com, there's been some seed recommendations. Definitely. Um, and we're going to try and kick it over at Centennial Seeds here in Colorado. We'll get some recommendations. But it's got to happen soon, right? Window's closing. I won't say that. It's auto. It's in like 90 days or some shit. So the window isn't really closing for that. New Still got me, plenty man. of time Plenty of time to go out. Yeah, I think they were saying you get a couple harvests with them. Though. Yeah, if you start really early, yeah. uh, indoor, take it out, whatever. Um, true, true. All right, let's see here. What's we hop oh, into? Dude, What's I'm going to put some autos right on my fence line, and I'm going to fucking like direct a big, a big fan right to my neighbors because uh, I owe them a big thank you, man. Because yeah. yeah, I had the building inspector show up at my greenhouse build, man. Oh, the city, the city, or the county, county, man. Yeah, because you're not in the city at all. Yeah, county building inspector. So you're dealing with. Uh, the Larimer County. Larimer County. The, the guy's actually a total gentleman, and it's uh-huh. been, been a really cool experience. Did I say that? You just did. That's a fucking lie. I was trying to lie. You meant interacting with the gentleman has been cool. Interacting with him has been cool. The whole fact that he showed up and uh, 
it, it's unbelievable what, what happens, man. If you don't do things by the book, and it's one of those things, you know me, man, I so much would rather ask for forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> and, dude, if you don't ask these guys for permission, they are very upset, man. So, man, I literally, I, I had a floor at my, my pole barn. This is a pole barn that was... Uh, it was just kind of not done well. It was more of a shed floor. Mm-hmm. So I pulled it out. I dug everything out level, put a complete floor system in there, hired you know, whatever. Didn't hire anybody professional to come in and help me. And, uh, dude, I have to rip that whole thing out, man, completely out. Just because you don't have your engineering plan yes. and your everything approved. Dude, but guess who Scotty knows, man? One pot-smoking engineer. (laughs) Yes. You know, one. One pot-smoking engineer. Okay. Okay, so he made a couple phone calls, and I got my fingers crossed. We'll see what happens, but I'll very likely be ripping out all the work that I've done, filling it back in with dirt, and then they said they were going to do me a favor and let me put a little concrete on top, man. Oh, the building inspector? building inspector said if I wanted to put concrete on. Let me do that. So I could take out my fancy floating floor system and uh, put some concrete. It's unbelievable. But what was even worse is, he said my greenhouse could be in a floodplain, meaning that I live near that reservoir. I told you about that lake that I'm yeah. all into. Well, I, if they want to, they can just dump that lake out. That's a reservoir. It's not some natural lake. It has a purpose of drinking yeah, water. So if it gets sure. too filled or whatever, they can spill that out my backyard, I found out. Spill man. that way? I wonder if yeah. you come the other way as well. Interesting. Yeah, and they, no, to make sure it does, the other way means the whole town floods and everybody dies. You gotcha. know what I mean? So gotcha. flooding it through the back, which is through my backyard and out the out west. Dude, so I'm starting to think about that. If I got a greenhouse going and then all of a sudden it rains a little too much and they flood my backyard, what the so now I'm dude, it's thrown a huge wrench. <laughs> Let's just say I went to bed at nine thirty last night, man. Yeah. I was just like can shut the, it off. Can the day be over? And thank God, man. Let's just uh, put the greenhouse at my house. It'll be all right. Yeah. David Montgomery's new book finally hit Audible like yesterday morning. So I just wanted to close my eyes and, and let Mr. Montgomery teach me about soil well, and dirt. Man. So technically this guy potentially technically potentially saved you um I fucking some, some knew you were gonna say that somehow you. this guy did me a favor if this guy didn't show up it would have been perfectly fine if nobody showed up it would have been perfectly fine but yes now you're gonna make me say thank you right <laughs> no we'll see you know maybe this spring you'll have a bunch of water running through where everything would have been and you would have been like okay i see how this hey, works if there's here. a bunch of water running through my backyard i'm gonna say fuck anyway man i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> all right i'm not gonna be like oh isn't that cool i'll be like this kind of sucks all right, I got to ask you. My backyard is now a spillway, sir. You got the uh, terminology Christian Jedi in oh, the next question. So what is it? What? So let's clear a couple things up. First of all, we kind of were tough on the on the toothy telling us what to do Christian guy a couple days ago. Yeah, in the news story. And a guy a guy commented on he's like, "Hey dude, I'm a Christian, I'm a smoker, and uh, you know, don't they're not mutually exclusive, you know." And what do you comment at? Uh, on YouTube, actually. Okay. Yeah, so I, I thought that was cool, and I want to say, absolutely, more power to you. I started writing a big old comment, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll just talk about it on the show. But it's absolutely cool, man. Spirituality is a cool thing, and, you know, there's a lot of things that are that are missing in modern culture today, and spirituality is one of them. Slowing down and, and you know, thinking about, you know, your surroundings and, and all that, man, it's, it's kind of something you cannot do. You can get away with not doing, you know? Okay. And so I, I got no problem. I don't think that, that uh, smoking pot and, or, and uh, uh, being Christian or, or being religious has to be 
you know, there, there's no, I don't think there's any, they're, they're not mutually exclusive. Like I said, um, you should be able to do both of them. Hey, what do you think the burning bush was? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I mean, you, you, you see all this stuff. So I just didn't want anyone to think that I'm anti-Christianity or anti-religion. If that's what works for you, then awesome. I'm anti-other people telling you what to do, you know? But Oh, the weed reader. There we go. I just found his comment. So, yeah. Okay. Wanted to give him a shout out. Yeah, right on. I appreciate that. Oh, wait. He, he did use some dis, okay. some flavorful stuff in here. But that's all right, Weed Reader. We'll take your uh, constructive criticism. Yeah. Okay, man. I, I understand I'm not going to appeal to everybody. Man. <laughs> you know, so I don't, certainly don't want to offend or hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, but, dude, I uh, woke up this morning and mm-hmm. this... I had one of the, because at the end she said, have a blessed day. So that's the telltale, you know, but. On what? Uh, I, this was a bamboo call. call. This woman okay. called me up about 745 in the morning and just started telling me. She wouldn't stop talking and just telling me how I sold her the wrong bamboo. And, you know, I also have a bamboo company from, and that I was still running in Florida. And just all about how I was wrong. And then, so I just let her go for a while. And then I said, you know, like, I just kind of laid into her afterwards. I was like, dude, I, I don't know what you're expecting me to say, but I don't know what I just kind of laid into her and mm-hmm. she totally just like brushed off what all, all the, all the kind of, you know, acrid things that I had to say. Acrid. Yeah. You know, what it just, you know, I was, was not being nice, you know? Okay. And she was just like, Oh, you know, okay, cool. Well, I was wrong then. I'm sorry. Let's apologize and let's move on. And I was like, I couldn't believe like what a Jedi she was, man. <laughs> just like how she just wasn't, you know, people react on each other's emotions yeah, she completely just was running on her own. You know, I don't. I, I know she was uh, was religious because, like I said, she said have a blessed day and this and that. But I just was like, wow, I really gave her a lot of respect, man. Most people uh, let yeah, other you... people's the reactionary. Most people, if if you do something and then they, you know they do something back, it's like a you know it gets worse and worse. It's really yeah. If you react too quick and things, especially you know everybody's been there. If you have a significant other or live with people or you're always around somebody, and then that's when you're the people you're most likely like just snap back at. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, hey, I just wanted to say the reason I snapped at you or the reason I was rude to you is because you were yelling at me for like eight minutes. She goes, oh, let's put that aside. That's that's. I thought she was like a psychologist. Maybe she was like, let's compartmentalize that. Let's just put that to the side. Now let's think about the other bamboos. I was like, dude, this. This woman was pretty impressive, man. <laughs> Wait, are you sure she said have a blessed day and not bless your heart? I don't know why. Is that a it, secret code, too? Oh, in the South, bless your heart is like, oh, you're a fucking dumbass. Yeah, no, she <laughs> wasn't even. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, started... If you ever hear an old, old Southern lady say, oh, bless your heart, oh. she's not being nice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I'm taking it back to hash making. What you got, brother? Come on. <laughs> I was hanging out. Um, with a with a buddy, a grower buddy, uh, Mike, the other day, and I had to pick up a plant, which we'll talk about later. And he were just we were just BSing. One of the great times to BS when you're just sitting around sharing a bowl, especially of different cannabis. I usually don't smoke. Give me pretty. one second. Will you prep those uh, can- cannabinoid uh, slides just so we can talk about them? It's going to be perfect. Cool. The uh, <clears throat> sorry, the uh, getting stoned up on different. You know his his home grow. Shit, and then he's like, you know what? And we talk about hash making. And I'm like, so we were talking about hash making on the show the other day, man. And I got to ask you, do you use like the, the paint spinner mixer? Is that what they were use... asking? That's what I'm. I was asking. Oh, him. okay, sure. I was like, or do you use the wooden? Do you have like a magic wooden spoon or? And he's like, I got you, man. I got you. So what you do is you get a five gallon bucket, fill it up about halfway, and then put about like a pound or something of dry ice in that water. You know. 
and you're going to let the dry ice. Dry ice in the water. Yep. The dry ice Doesn't in the water. Doesn't start bubbling? Yeah, it just makes it. Hash oh, is that your agitating? Wow, cool. No, no, it's just it's getting it's the sublimation. It's getting the water super freaking cold, right? So when that dry ice, I don't know if the term term what burns off, melts it off, sublimates. It goes from a solid to a gas. Sublimates when yeah. the dry ice is done sublimating. Oh, so then you have frigid water, and he's like, then you got to make sure you got some ice from Sonic. He's like, because the Sonic ice Dude, is all Sonic round. Sonic ice is good, man. He's like, it's all round and smooth, and it's not going to beat up on your flour. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. So then uh, I forgot the amount, X amount of flour in there, and then just use a very gentle stir, you know, like, wow. no, very gentle for, and he's like, you don't yield as much as the people that beat up shit. Not and close. Just get at not it. even close. But he's like, the, you know, the end product out of it. He does like, I think, a four bag thing. You take all that, you know, and you're going to pour it through your bags that are all stacked. Right, In right. the first bag, he says, he does, he just throws that away. And then, you know, you keep your your set, your other sets of bags for different grades. Sure. And I haven't made bubble hash in so long. It made me want to make it, and I have availability of a Sonic. I like the dry ice tip. I'm assuming it's to get that water so freaking cold. I wonder how well the... He said uh, it just, like, free. it's so cold, like, it freezes the trikes off. Couldn't you do that and just rerun that material with the, like, drill going through it? And then, so you have, like, your really high-quality stuff, and then you, you'll have your low-quality to make, like, edibles and stuff. I like. would let my buddy do that first, and he would make two or three grams of some stuff that was looked like a Tootsie Roll, kind of. And then I would come in and just whip whip it and make myself uh, seven or nine grams, you know, seven to ten grams of something that was more like, uh, I don't know, it was kind of Tootsie Roll-ish. You know, it was just wasn't as dark. You know, mine wasn't as dark. It wasn't green, though. Did when you it's use green. round ice? No, no. I would beat the shit out of it, man. I would go <laughs> buy, like, the five bags of ice from the store and all that. Yeah. You know, I was in it for the money, man. You had those machines, too, didn't you? You ran the I bubble had the bubbleators. A couple bubbleators. Yeah. I think I still have one of those at, at my house. Yeah. The, I used to have. You can actually. They're pretty cool, man. The bubbleators work well. It's a Chinese, like, dorm washing machine is what it is. <laughs> you know, I think, like, if you're in a really small place, it's like a one or two garment washing machine that they rebranded as the bubbleator. There's a whole yes, bunch we of Yes, we were in a 12 by 12 grow tent as our studio, and I've seen, like, the documentaries or whatever, like, in China or Japan. Oh, like, my God. This is, this this is, is a four-person apartment right yeah, now, man. Very, like stacked shit like everything's stacked <laughs> anyway the, these things you take two of them and you stagger you start one and then you start the other one about 15 minutes later and you can pretty much constantly you're constantly working you either packing uh, a bag in and throwing it in the machine or straining and and because they only run for about 10 15 minutes or straining the the runoff and uh you know and and getting yourself your finished product so it's pretty uh active if you run two some people can run three but i find if you get two bubbleators and uh you can just make bubble hash all night and really good quality bubble hash too man can't i mean is that it's your automatic stir you don't have a, a a grow hack for the bubbleator yeah get two of them <laughs> yeah. all right interesting i've never ran one of those okay so moving on all right, so I got some good information through uh, through social media, bro. From from Tuanatoke, I think I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Tuanatoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it up to you, man. I would hack it up more myself. I call him Tuan myself, man. And uh, and from Kingston, man. They both were like, "Hey, with these cannabinoids and, and all that, there's a lot to learn, a lot to understand." So th- this was something really cool, man. Um, this was from I think this was from Chuanatoke right here. It might have you know, this may have been from Kingston actually, but uh, it just talks about THCA, uh, CBDA, uh, CBCA, CBG. There's all these different cannabinoids, and it just talks about how what what's active when they're raw. 
uh, what's active when they're heated, and then what's what what happens when they age. Dude, yeah, this know? chart's pretty interesting. It's telling you all kinds of information. Yeah, like THCA turns into uh, CB, CBNA after it ages. Is that is that accurate, man? That sounds pretty interesting. I didn't realize THC could turn into CBN. That sounds kind of crazy. Well, that's what that's what happens if you let the trichome heads get like all amber. Once they start to amber out, the THC starts to degrade to CBN. Gotcha. Okay, so the THC is degrading, and the only thing that's left is the CBN. This is a really great. Do you mind? Can you post that up, man? Yeah. All, yeah, they're up right now. Excellent, man. Excellent. And then Kingston, or man, I don't know which uh, who who came in with what because honestly, both these came in within about uh, five minutes of each other. But there's different the different cannabinoids. Um, uh, volatize at different temperatures, so you can smoke them off at different temperatures. So it's looking like two hundred vape them off, sir. There you go. There you go. Two hundred and forty-eight degrees Fahrenheit THCA uh, vapes off. Then this is interesting. So two hundred and sixty-six degrees Fahrenheit a CBDA vapes off. So that's CBDA, uh, which is according to this anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory. Yeah, so anti. Here's some of the properties of all kinds of different stuff. Like they're listing here for um, THC. We'll stick with the one we all know the most. And antibacterial. Whoa, hold up. There's two THCs on there. There's THCB. Delta, there, no, there's Delta Eight and Delta Nine THC. Dude, there's THCA, THCVA, THC, THCV. Why did it have to get so complicated? I want to say THCV is the one that uh, they found. Uh, Messes with your sense of time the so most. Anti on THCV, anti convulsive, appetite suppressant, and a bone stimulant. All right, so if you're trying to, we're going to create the new THCV diet. Ah. No side effects. Good times. Yeah, I was trying to find what Kingston had said. He'd given me some really good information. I can't find it right now, but uh, no, yeah. I'm gonna keep that chart handy. I want to print that out and like put it up on the wall so I can try. It's like something that reminds me that you have to study. Back in school to pass a test, man. Get that shit memorized. I just think it's really interesting, man. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot more than just, you know, THC and CBD, I guess. Well, you know what else, if I can take it on to one more point here yes, that is really interesting? Tell me, sir. You have here on a report from the DGC, Dr. J, yielding 1.4 pounds yep. per light. Yep. What do you know about that? Because I did not know that. Yeah, man. He just does uh, from a 600 Spectrum Kings. So from a 600 watt light, he's getting one, four, one uh, average 1.4 pounds per light, man. Guru, we do the math on that really quick. So it's 448 times 1.4. So that's a 450. You know, you give it another 225, right? Was that so, under two or three? Or, it's I mean, under four. If you, if you want, okay. you, you take small talk. I'll, I'll find So I can see is, at 1.4 pounds per light, Dr. J is not a good of a yielder as me so far. Because I got 3.3, <laughs> which would be more than 1.4 per light. 3.3 for two lights. So I'll He take says it. the quality is awesome. 5.75 pounds off four lights, man. Yeah, no, that is money, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're so. going to have to get you up in there on uh, SK has been doing a little bit. Maybe somebody in the DGC will see you're wanting me and Scotty to do a little grow off potentially. Yeah. We haven't, we've still never done that. No matter how we do it or who wants to get involved, we should totally do it. We haven't done it in uh, 416 episodes. I'll grow the shit out of it, man. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, real quick, man. A lot of people have been coming in about uh, the um, greenhouse talk. 
and the coolest one, one of my one of my new buddies, man, is Experimental Greenhouse, who is like, dude, you don't have to go all high end with this stuff, man. You can bend your own bows and uh, and do a simple hoop house as long as you're not getting too much snow. Um, you should be all right, man. He says it's, it doesn't have to be very complicated because he's been doing is making his own greenhouses for years. This is what I thought was really interesting. He goes, but dude, the one key is he goes, it's going to cost you a shitload to heat up a really big greenhouse, man. So he goes, the one really important thing is to try to heat the keep the roots uh, warm. So try either try to run some piping through the ground and do that or get them up off the ground. But keeping the root mass warm, even a heat blanket or something, does huge, you know, is really yeah, a big deal. This is the one that I actually didn't end up doing because my greenhouse bid was, was going to be like eight foot off the house. It was like a lean-to on the house and then about 20-something feet long and came in, I think, Gonna be like eighteen or nineteen thousand wow. dollars to do it. But we had we're gonna do the the heated floor, you know, the the found the foundation that has so you can control the right, and then that's also a double bonus because, like you said, your root zone sitting on it. Sure, um, but that was full on rigid structure, you know, nothing poly, no hoops made to kind of match and look like the house as well, like it's yeah. something that's supposed to be there. Yeah, that's my style. Anyway. I could have just done some hoops and bent my own metal, I guess. Yeah, I could just build my greenhouse, you know, in the spillway of a flood zone, man. No problem, man. Yes. <laughs> Interesting, man. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But uh, and 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 uh, less is more chimed in as well. Has always got great information, and he was saying, you know, the arches, you know, just the the what is it, the gothic style, the one like that, that the like the A frame style. Yeah, the, yeah, the he, gothic. He's like those are really are made to shed the snow. Is specifically what they're for, man. So hmm. found that interesting as well. You find that interesting. Yeah. I find that common sense like not that interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just so I've been seeing the big A frame style cabins and shit in high country, you know, or big places where well, it's, it's not an a a, it's not an A frame. You know, it's just a gothic style arch, it's always yeah. just a different style arch. Yeah, I get it that it A frame the snow slides off. <laughs> Anyway, so, all right, cool. Let's move on, man. Let's see what the DGC is smoking on here. We got some Hell's Angels from Grozilla. Yeah. It says, grown under, and this looks dank as shit, yes. which shit isn't very dank unless uh. you're talking about a weird way. So it looks dank <laughs> as beautiful. some good funk grown under a 1,000 watt. Wow. HPS. All right, shout out to the HPS, man. 1,200 watt LED. Oh, man. So I was just I, about to say, you don't see crystals like that from an HPS too often. I use the whole can of lineup plus recharge. Mammoth P, I ran her 63 days, two-week flush money. I want to thank you guys for all the help to achieve this. Much love, DGC. I will always be a fan of this show. Plus, I had a good time at the DGC Cup this all year. Right. To meet awesome people. Can't wait until next year. Stay growing. DGC, much love. All right, hell yeah. P.S., yeah. if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, this is Mr. Juicy underscore big underscore buds. Mr. Juicy Big Buds. Oh, right. Beautiful. Thanks, man. Yeah, get a thousand nice. nugs to Mr. Juicy Big Buds. Hook it up. Go go hang out on the site and get it up in the vault. Uh, Guru just updated the vault, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's nice and shiny and full of some, not swag, but some uh, crypto. <laughs> All right. There's a little bit of everything in there, man. Maybe a little swag in there. Yeah. That's can. how it's got it rolls. You could, you could. All right, let's see here. What's going on in the... Oh, no, 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 no. Not just yet. Not used yet. Yes, I forgot sir. about... You're going to tease the members area, if you will. Um, you, you, I mean, the calls we mentioned, you got the call with Ripster. Yeah, that's up, up right? You've, you've got those going. Yeah, I see it there, man. And then... In uh, the flesh. Yeah. 
We're also going to be doing some video breakdowns. Hopefully, we can get them up in there. And then uh, when we do have some days away from the grind, is Wake and Bake America a grind? No. <laughs> no. The, that that stuff escape, will be sir. we'll be releasing things out of the members area for for all y'all when we uh, maybe have a vacation or something someday. So that being said, oh wait, real quick, I don't know if you want to become a ne- member. What is the easiest way to enjoy the the membership with I benefits? I think you just go into the members lounge on dudegirls dot com. There's a place just to sign up there through our <laughs> secure credit card processor. What's so funny? I just I was talking to Experimental Greenhouse actually was trying to sign up this morning and he's like, uh, yeah, maybe I'm crazy, but where do I sign up to become a member? So, <laughs> sometimes I right. just laugh about that. We'll joke. have a business meeting, if you will, today about that. All right. But regardless, helps out. You members get 30% off recharge as well. So help support the show. Help keep Guru around. <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you about that later. Uh, but let's do some news, man. Before we do a break here, why don't we hit up a little news? I found something interesting. On marijuana, this is from Scientific American, may boost, hold on, pop up, this, yeah, that. It may boost rather than dull the elderly brain. All right. See, yeah. Robert's Platzhorn was onto something. <laughs> Picture the stereotypical pot smoker, young, dazed, and confused. And then it goes, senior mice, which I find funny in its own, <laughs> senior mice treated with THC improved on learning and memory tests. So how do they go about doing that with these senior mice, do you think? Uh, on weed, man. <laughs> no, they just, this is they, uh, they expected young mice treated with THC performed slightly worse on behavioral tests and memory learning. For example, Scotty, after THC young mice, they took, they after giving young mice THC, right. they took longer to learn where the safe platform was hidden in a water maze. I'm like, dude, it must suck to be a mice sometimes. They're like, okay. We're going to get you high, throw you into a water maze, and find yeah. the safe platform. Uh, and then after you find it, we're going to see if you remember where it is and do it all again and maybe get you more high. Yeah, and that's the best thing you got going because once you can't do this shit anymore, we're just going to sew an ear on your back and see how long it takes for you to die. Mature and aged mice performed worse on the test than the young ones did. But after receiving THC, the elderly animal animals... Performances improved to the point that they resembled those of the young, untreated mice. Wow, man. This is good. This so, is really cool, man. What, we got what, a lot of really positive uh, research coming out with cannabis. And then it goes into, I mean, I guess you got to go across the board. I don't what, know all what kind of testing they do with mice, and we don't need to get into it. You know what's funny testing, about this? It, it's uh, from Bonn, Germany. You know, they gave low doses of, of Delta 9 Tetra Hydrocannabinol. Man, that's a hard one to say, even when you know you're trying to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, but it's funny it's not being done in America. In, in Germany, they're getting the green light, but it's a Schedule 1 drug. Like we were talking about a couple days ago, man, as a Schedule 1 drug, it's really hard to get anything done. Yeah, they had a university, McGrill University in Montreal, um, who also, they, they do some studies as well. But, yeah, you don't see as much here. It's starting to happen. It's but... very difficult for them to get uh, uh, sponsorship. Yeah. You know, to get approval. Yeah. Oh, right. it, it's almost impossible. To get a, approval for stuff. I think one of the only places is Mississippi State. And their weed sucks. And their weed sucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we were just talking about that. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Scotty? I got something that's, it was interesting. I'm not really sure what it means because I don't follow politics at all. But uh, this is from Business Insider. And it talks about, it says, Trump is planning to effectively kill the office that has traditionally spearheaded the war on drugs. 
And uh, it's talking about how it says the Trump administration plans to cut 96% of the budget of the national, or, I'm sorry, of the Office of National Drug Control Policy, uh, effectively ending the federal agency that has traditionally been used to spearhead the war on drugs, according to multiple media reports. That's uh, what interesting, What the hell is this man. picture they show of him? It looks like he's about hey, to karate chop something, and he's man. got his mouth open in a just almost in a disturbing way. Not I don't almost, know in a disturbing way. any friends like in the media. Like, nobody's <laughs> going to go try to make him hey, look Hey, Breitbart likes him. <laughs> there you go. Man. All right, so what's your take on this, then? That, I, that... I, then my take is homeboy's a little bit crazy. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, as long as, you know, if this is some of the shrapnel, man, if, you know, if the drug control policy gets hit, you know, or whatever, the Office of National Drug Control Policy gets hit with some of his crazy and gets wiped the fuck out, good you know so, it don't need to be there in my opinion or i, I don't know it doesn't it's not just cannabis so i mean what effect right. will it have on some of these other drugs that you know do what's the abbreviation here the ondcp with the other drugs is that they're all sanctioned by the government office of national drug control policy yeah but okay. just hear me out on this man mm-hmm. heroin is sanctioned by the government man they give it to you they've got all sorts of lobbyists that come over and give money uh in the form of oxy you know and say hey man we got to have it's this oxycodone. Heroin. heroin's dirty it's oxycotton got you so it's synthetic heroin man okay um crystal meth is sanctioned by the government and they give it to children they get children started out on crystal meth Wait. with these adzenzies and these uh crystal Adderall. Meth. crystal meth was originally advertised as a weight loss supplement for women in the 1950s okay <laughs> it okay. worked probably right. yeah, it worked because <laughs> they were up for 15 days straight oh, my but life is driving me crazy i just wish she was you know back to the fat one was there know? another statistic about in the 50s about uh, you know marriage just like homicidal tendencies and shit like that anyway anyway, i hear you though i hear you're saying you know i I was just i don't know much about that office of national drug control policy But my point is what do you do with the national office of natural national drug control policy when the drugs everything but cannabis you're giving the doctors are making their living giving them the people and you've got you know the, the only problem is is that you don't want them on the streets yeah you want people to have to go through the doctor and get them yeah I mean, it's pretty confusing. I don't know what the office is there no, for. No, and essentially that means you only want rich white people with health care coverage to be able to go get it. Anyone else, you want them having to get the street version, heroin, and so you can send them to jail. Ooh, yeah. And it's all part of just the huge like prison industrial complex. Which it's is dirty and it's nasty. Borderline disgusting, my friend. The pick. Prison industrial complex. I'm start abbreviating everything. But it's, I don't know, I just see that the Office of National Drug Control Policy seems like a joke. I'm glad that they got 96% of their funding But uh, this is, ju- But I don't think they actually got their funding pulled. This is Trump's plan to. Yeah. This would still have to go through an act of Congress. Listen, I don't which believe anything. Most definitely they're going to change everything he tries yeah. to do in his plan. So. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a good idea. I'm not waiting for it to happen. I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't believe anything. Hey, I dude, read. I heard tomorrow they're going to change it from Schedule 1 to something else. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cool. Let's have a party. All right, shout out, hook it up, man. Let's talk. Uh, do- I was going to say Doctic Foliar. Optic Optic. Very cool. Doptic. What's up, Dinesh? Shout out, Optic Foliar, guys. Uh, he was hanging at the cup. He's going to be hanging out this year. Primetime supporter of the show. He's going to be actually offered up to get out um, just so we can take it easy on Mrs. Real. Some different, he can ship direct some uh, samples out and contests out. Very so we cool. should be able to get more of his product out to the crew. Sure. Coming up soon. If you're not familiar uh, with the line, I'd recommend at least checking out one thing, which is the Transport 
kind of like I would say the staple of his line. It's uh, what is going to get what you're spraying into the mesophilic layer. So when you're doing something like a spray for spider mites, let's say they always tell you uh, get the tops and the bottom of the leaves, or more for foliar, because what transport does is it gets if you only need to spray the tops, you can spray with the lights on, which is nice because they spray the lights off and then forget and then leave on one little fluorescent. And then forget to turn. I'm like, I'll just let that dry for an hour and a half and then go turn that light back on and then totally forget and fall asleep. But anyway, um, cool product that you can combine with any of your, you know, if you're using kelp, if you're using neem, if you're using whatever you're full yep. beneficially um, spraying on. And I take it back. If I'm spraying for spider mites, I don't care if somebody tells me just to spray the tops of the leaves. I'm spraying everything, all everything. Yeah. Like, I'm not messing around. Well, it's able to get it. It's able to penetrate into the leaf, I think. So it's real good for nutrition, definitely. Yeah. A lot of times what happens with, I've seen this on a... Uh, I was at a nursery growers meeting a long time ago, and when you don't use a sticker spreader or some kind of a, you know, something like that, dude, you spray, you know, foliar spray on the leaf, it just drips right off. It falls right off, man. A lot of times it does not get good coverage, so good stuff, man. All right. It is good stuff. <laughs> Give him a shot, guys, over at Optic Foliar. Com. I believe he's also fairly interactive. I should get back to you. I think he's pretty inter- interactive on Facebook as well, which I am not at all, so don't try to get a hold of me on Facebook. All right. All right, man. You ready to recharge it up, dude? Yeah. Do we have an official jingle for recharge it up? We should. We should oh, work on that. Uh, really? Play that recharge it up, man. Right, Come on right. now. Cool. That bud look what? Shit looks good. Shit's danker than a motherfucker. That shit look good? I mean, how's the smell? How's it taste? Is it grown right? It's grown straight up with recharge, homie. She. Look, listen, grower, tell your crew I'm looking for one of them bad-ass purple buds. No doubt. The recharge buds. But if it ain't all that, you know if it ain't up to what the dude in Scotty Real is growing, oh, yeah. you already know what to do. If you got little buds, tell your boy, recharge it up. If you got root rot, tell them boys, recharge it up. If you got yellow leaves, then tell your boy, recharge it up. If you want to grow them big fat buds, then all you do, recharge it up. If you want to grow that stanky shit, then tell them boys, recharge it up. All right. With that, how can you redeem yourself with somebody that has hardened, hardened recharge? Sure, man. Sure. The recharge will. I don't know if you guys have ever had uh, molasses or brown sugar in your cupboard, but it likes to harden. If you leave it for a little bit, of, you know, for a bit of time, it will harden up on you. It'll become like a, a block. For me, when I have brown sugar, I just bang it on the counter and it, it you know, uh, breaks up again. It's pretty much the same with recharge. You know, so it's the molasses is what it is that likes to harden up. Like I think you just said, you can't leave it open. You don't want to leave mm-hmm. it open. You don't want to get any humidity in there. Correct. Uh, I shouldn't say any. It's not that freaking sensitive. No. But yeah, once it does get hardened up, it is a little bit more to deal with if you have that situation. Go ahead. Yeah, but let's talk about whether it's if, – if it's got too much moisture in there and it's black and gummy, if it's soft and gummy – then it's, then they've all, all the microbes have activated and it's kind of, it's no good and and you have done something wrong well, it's you, not going to come like that yeah yeah you you probably put the spoon in while it was wet i've done yeah i've yeah. done that shit i'm like damn yeah but I'm so trying it, to work too quick yeah so it's somewhat sensitive to that you can't put the wet spoon back in there or else those microbes are going to activate and uh but if it's just hard if it's the same color but it's just hard just bang it up against the ground you know bang it up bang 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 and it'll uh soften right up it'll break right up on you Hell yeah. yeah take so. it. That was from thanks, Squeaky Steve. Yeah, thank you, you so much. If you want to get your recharge, head on over to realgrowers.com or Amazon. Amazon Prime Recharge Real Growers. 
Yeah, and, and scruffless. Thank you. It seems like uh, Michigan Mike, good stuff, man. Let's take a break, man. Okay, Check hey, some, look, but Michigan up? Mike says, I had a jar with the same issue. It oh, lost okay. its sweet smell, turned black, and smelled kind of like ammonia. So that's no good, man, you know? Yeah. So black smelling like ammonia, that means it, it, it's gone off in the jar. I had something happen with a funky bottle of a Fox Farm product, too, that just, 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 just today. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Work some funk out of it. Anyway, now let's take a break. Look at some memes. Deal. Come back for some grow talk. <laughs> Play that Mammoth D meme, man. Sometimes the buds just need a little spray to keep the bugs away So you don't really want to smoke what they've grown Black market don't care, it all goes somewhere Don't know wrong from right, then call it meds How can you sleep at night? You hide behind medical use Poison with pesticide use This tainted bud he gives ya It's loaded up with poisons, isn't it? Just grow your own support Clean medicine for all Tainted buds Tainted buds Now I grow my own The natural way And all my friends all say This is great medicine that's really helping me feel all right. A stomach ache or the stress of life. This medicine makes me feel great. But I sure don't need to smoke pesticide spray. You hide behind medical use. Poison with pesticide use. This tainted bud he gives ya is loaded up. Poisons, isn't it? Just grow your own support. Clean medicine for all. Tainted buds. Tainted buds. Don't smoke that weed. He sprays it down with PDT. I love weed, but hey, what you grow. Now it's time to pack your things and go. Tainted buds. Tainted buds. Chiming in here, Bud Jammin, Bud Jammin, or Jammin, whatever. Bud Jammin, Danklin. Budgerman. Budgerman. That'll work. <laughs> Budgerman Danklin. <laughs> Outdoor when? Question mark, question mark. What's up, dude? Scouting Guru and the rest of the DGC. I have a question or two. If someone could help me out on point or point me in the right direction, doing my first outdoor grow and was wondering when is it okay to move my babies from inside to outside without them going into flower mode? Um, so does this seem, or does seed or clone matter? I'm in Kansas city area, not to be too specific, LOL, dude, we're on to you, man. We're coming to KC <laughs> to take your grow. Cause I know I need to ease them into the sun before just leaving them out. But hearing Scotty say something about Dr. J telling him not to put your plants out too early, got me worried. Right. So did you see when is it safe time to leave them out without flowering? Thank you so much. Loved all the DGC. 
What do you think, Scotty? What is the exact day and what time of that day should they go out? I just wouldn't know that it's got to be longer than 12 12. Yeah. A lot longer. Uh, Outside, it's not 12 12. Okay, come because on. Come on. Oh, yeah, because the, of the whole far red light the Emerson thing, right? Effect. There's 730 the nanometer light. I think it's the Emerson effect for yeah. this one. That's pretty There's sweet. 730 nanometer light at sunset. Like as the sun starts to turn red, that comes through, so that shaves off two hours. So outdoors, it's really 1410 that it starts to flower. But I, I think the general rule out, at least in Colorado, is what, Mother's Day? Forget, I, for, your for, mother, yeah, yeah, Mother's, Mother's Day, Day for freeze here. Outside. Sure, but that's just for freeze. But the uh, they they go. Um, this is less is more. Chiming in a little, he goes. Put them under lights um, sixteen hours a day for a week or so before moving them out. You know, instead of like if you're giving them twenty four now and veg sure. inside, or if you're giving them eighteen, bring it down a little bit, but don't bring it down to fourteen. They'll stay sixteen is probably a money number. Um, yeah, and, so, so as long as you don't shock them from twenty four hour light to. Uh, to an outdoor 13 and a half hour day that we currently are at. Pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. And be ready for uh, some aggressive. Well, it depends always on what size of container you have it on. But if you give an outdoor plant plenty of room to grow, um, yeah, you're going to have some a little bit of work and trimming on your hands in a good way. Yeah. Take right. it. Let's see here. Love it outdoors. Yeah, coming. Guru, good information, man. Thank you, my friend. You also only need, keep in mind, like I'm going to be doing an outdoor plant this year. Um, I think I'm just going to do it casually, like in a, a nice, like, I like it when I'm, I take, like, if a plant's in a 50-gallon smart, smart pot or 20 smart pot or 25-gallon nursery pot or whatever, that's, like, my production. Or or I'm planting plants in the, like, cute, nice, uh, decorative pots. Sure. Like, that's always, I don't know, I, I get off on that shit, man. I get off on that shit. But anyway. Wait, I'm, you, you, your cannabis plants you put in those plots? Yeah, like, I'm going to put one on my deck, so I'm going to make sure that the pot's like some type of cool turquoise right. slash, you know, whatever. Right. Something very decorative. Makes that's the why you shouldn't have to count your plants, man. If you want to <laughs> do a couple small plants and some little decorative pots, man. I think I'll probably do it in, hope, the pot should be, at le- I'm going to do at least a 7 to 10 gallon. If you're going outside, just go a little bigger than you think for sure. But this area only gets on and off. It's kind of tree shade here. I'd say five to maybe six hours of prime time sunlight a day. And right. that's really all you need. You don't need to have my side garden outdoors for the three years I did it or so um, towards the second half of the bloom cycle due to the the shading of my house. We only get about five hours of like prime time sun sure. all day. And the plants still did freaking fabulous. You know, you don't have to have them and think like, oh, well, I need a 12 hour, you know, time allotment of straight sun to but, do it well and you got to think most people in greenhouses where their their greenhouse is set up in full sun a lot of the times they run shade clothing to take 100%. Take, take some of the like a 30 percent shade cloth to take some oh, of the, sure some of the sun out and keep it cooler in their greenhouse shade cloth is i mean yeah great in a bit of ways it could potentially save your ass from hail and or if you're you know on the really hot you know if you know if it's going to be like 95 plus for a week or something then people like throw up your shade cloth your plant might i don't want to go as far as to actually grow better but most shade cloth i see is like 60 percent or some shit in 50 yeah if you're 52 there is in florida there's uh 26 they'll kind of make it anyway See, i think that's where i'd go like 26 or something percent hmm. uh, why 26 are you serious 26 I, they, they just you know i don't know that's how many uh black uh things they weave into you know black pieces of material gotcha, they weave gotcha. into the just like the plastic. microns and the bubble bags the yeah 220 like, to 180 because yeah, they space it out you know and it's like, i, don't I know, hear you how do i know man? all right china man grow has lost the smell so hey what's up guys i'm an end of week 10 
getting ready to cut down, but I noticed that my dank smell isn't there as much as when I was in week seven to eight. I'm growing a purple haze, jack hair, gorilla glue number four, and I've started my flush at the beginning of week nine. Has this happened to any of you guys? And thanks for the input. Dude, you just got to get some dank spray. You can put, <laughs> put it back on. I think it might have gotten something. too hot. You think like, it, if his grow room temps got a little bit too hot <laughs> or into the 90s, some of those terpenes start oh, evaporating, evaporating off. off. Yeah. yeah, like the lighter ones. That is a good... Uh, I mean, yeah. But that, you could definitely tell. I think someone else said this, too. If you... Uh, it might have been soup. No, less is more. If you go and grab one of the buds and bust it open, you should probably get the smell back again. Sure. Like, just, just the outside of the bud, it volatized off, but... Hmm. Yeah, it also, I mean, definitely the smell changes. There's a point in earlier flowering where I'm like, dude, these flowers just smell like, like candy. Like, just like, sure. sweat. I've had, like my fingers like smell just like a, like a broken open sweet tart. <laughs> but that changes throughout time, and then it gets a little bit more of the candy and dank together. And then, uh, but yeah, I've never really lost it all before, except for, like you said, a really hot grow. That can definitely mess with it. All right, cool, cool. cool. I like it. Do you? Um, moving on to AC question. Yes, sir. Let's see here. <laughs> what you like the picture? What that's is that from? Awesome. That's from The Shining, right there, Red. Intro. Oh, Jack. Nick- this is Jack Nicholson freezing. Yes. His- Interesting. I haven't. I don't know if I've seen The Shining through and through. Is it worth it? <laughs> it's like one of the best movies, man. Cool. All right. Stanley Kubrick, homie. I should do it on acid. I don't know if we should trust you, though. You haven't seen Super Troopers. Oh, sorry, man. I've seen <laughs> The Shining, though, man. I mean, I'm, I'm one for the clock. You haven't seen Fletch. So who are you to talk, man? Okay. Touche. Yeah, man. Police. All right. Fish Ganja Guy, what's up? Says, sup, did you see just a quick technology question for everyone? Looking at the portable AC units... The one with the two hoses, it's got me wondering, does it act like a mini split that it won't suck all the air out of the room? Yes. Or do you have the funds for a mini split at the moment, or don't have the funds for the mini split at the moment and would like my CO2 to last a bit longer? Thanks, everyone. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, yep. the uh, these you guys don't want to get the AC units like they have at, I've seen mostly being carried at Home Depot, those, like those big box stores. They got the one hose coming out the back, and that unit does take air out of your room and exhaust it out. But the two hose one is meant to have either one of those hoses has to you have to have a hole out of your grow space, right? And maybe mount them a little bit further apart. Yeah, still. you don't want it sucking. It's it's putting out that one hose. The exhaust hose is pushing out a lot of heat, man. So yeah, what it, that, I believe those hoses are just for just cool the compressor, yes. right? So they pull yeah. air from outside, go over the compressor, and blow the air back out. Yeah, because well, it's cooling idea, your room air. Yeah, the idea is if you're constantly pulling air out of your room that you're supposed to be recirculating and conditioning. Um, it's going to be really inefficient. And you can't run these hoses super far. People will get creative and be like, well, I want to run one hose to an exhaust I have 12 feet over there. Yeah, just get a little can fan for support, but you can. Yeah, you're going to start messing with factors. It is possible. So, yep. like, you're thinking if you put an inline duct booster in that hose, that might work, but you got to make sure everything's it's not going too quick. Ideally, I'm, I had one of these forever, and I mounted my two holes um, literally they're going to the outside, to the side of my house, right. and I didn't want to make them for, far apart, so I almost made them right next to each other. And I was like, dude, you know, I'm blowing hot air out one hole, and then it's obviously going to pull some of that back in. This can't be that efficient, so I just used the uh, directional mounts 
So one's totally blowing to the left fully, and one's totally blowing or sucking from the right. Sure. And that works out pretty well. So if you guys haven't seen these things, um, I don't mind recommending. Check out Hydrofarm has a portable AC, like 400-something, 500 bucks maybe. I've used, I've used these things twice. They've lasted me about almost three years. Now, if you are, I, was gonna say, I guess I was going to call you a jerky if you're a jerky. And you don't clean the filters on them. Right. And don't do, you know, every cycle you need to clean the filters out, take care of the unit. It has a two or three different filter spots. Um, it's not going to last but half that time, if that. So, But I, I would give it a go, Fish. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to look. There's one, a uh, Soleus uh, on, on Amazon. It's S-O-L-E-U-S, Soleus Air. I was able to find like a 14,000 BTU, which is like a little over a ton. 12,000 is a ton of air conditioning. Uh, dual hose one for just a few hundred bucks, maybe like 300 bucks. Um, Amazon, you know, delivered right to your door for free. And it has lasted me. I think it's still up. I think yeah, it's but still you're up not in the bedroom. running, running it. I, I was, mean, you're running it every single day of the no, year. No, I was. It was for my grow. Originally, it was for my grow. Interesting. Yeah, and it got me out of a jam till I was able to get that mini split. Remember, a couple of years ago, I was having mm-hmm. some problems. So, but it's you know, it's a real one ton air conditioner, you know, mini split, and it's not that expensive. It's and, not. I mean, the portable ones are. Uh, I'm, I'm. I keep saying mini split. It's not a mini split. It's yeah, portable the portable ones were rated. I think they rate them like they say something like twelve or eleven thousand BTU. And then after talking to temperature needs, Todd, the uh, HVAC pro, nice. he's like, that's really about a seven thousand BTU. <laughs> and then also, which makes sense because in the description, most of these, like the ones, it says this unit is made for environmental control of two one thousand watt air cooled hoods so you got to take that meaning you know and i've ran them harder than that but you don't want to go uh, you know they're not for a big four lighter room no, or bare bulb and stuff. you gotta tick te- technically i think it's 3500 btus of uh air or cooling capacity needed per thousand watt light i believe and go up to four thousand if you're completely bare bulbing them okay so and that means you have control some people so are like four thousand btus for bare bulb and what'd you say 1800 for or Wait, what'd you say now? Thirty five hundred. I thought it was for uh, like if you're doing air cooled or something. I thought every. I thought the like general equation for it was just however many watts running in the room, non air cooled. It's three point like six BTUs per watt that you need per, for cooling for that. So then what we went to thirty. That would be thirty six hundred per thousand watt light, right? Yeah, per bare bulb thousand watt. Okay, light. could be right. Could be right. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent. Regardless. Sure. Check it out, man. Um, so that means that I would need one ton of air conditioning, three, six, nine, twelve. I'll round down a little bit, but for four lights, it seems a little bit low. Think low, twelve thousand BTUs, right? That would be a one ton. Four, yeah, four lights, bare bulb. I'm going to need a uh, you know a couple tons. I would say a two. You know what? I, I know this a uh, two ton. You know, yeah, you, see, you would rather I, be able to make it snow. No, I mean you, you don't want it to run. You know, it is no, I hear you. You don't want it to run full on. Just it can barely keep up and shit yeah. like that. And at the same time, you don't want it to short cycle the compressor either, which is only run for five minutes, three three minutes at a time. Turn that thing on and off. Again. Well, if you guys are, uh, I do recommend uh, when you're dealing with AC or technical shit. I know in prohibition land it's kind of hard, but if you have, I like uh, Soup was mentioning to get a warranty on his. Fujitsu, they want a certified installer to install it. Sure, it makes sometimes sense, that's bro. A, yeah, it totally makes sense. People, 
I mean, growers screw up through and through trying to install mini splits with the vac line, and the, it's a big deal. There's a reason why you have to be a certified HVAC tech to uh, you, know, yeah. you know to work in the business. But if you do have grow stores or uh, like I just mentioned earlier, like Hydro Farm, the cool thing with that is they warranted my shit one time. I had an issue straight up, so you can go get your shit and within a day because an AC is one of those things you can't it can't be down. Right, you have to turn off half your lights, run your grow barely, whatever. But anyway, we got one more grow talk question here. Let's see here. Nutrient feeding help. All right, man. Dude, this is your specialty. This is nutrient feeding help. This is Long Dong Cola. Yeah. Did we show... (laughs) Well, we're being inappropriate. Yeah, there's a a meme there. You did show the Mammoth D meme earlier. (laughs) It's Uh, going up right now. That's pretty funny, man. Dude, I'm a little bit off off the chain. Hey, DGC. A little brow, man. I've been listening and lurking for almost a year. Lurking, huh? Kind of creepy. Just kidding. And this is my first grow. Legal Beagle now, boys. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. Sorry, but I'm stoked. No worries. Stoked for you. I've learned more than I can take in, but the crew helped me set up my first grow with all the great knowledge. I have a 400-watt HPS for flowering. But right now, my girls are under my trusty T5 vegging out for daddy. (laughs) T5s are trusty. I'm still running two, two T5 eight bulbs, and uh, they are trusty. Yeah. I have five blueberry kush fem, feminized around week four almost. I picked up some recharge and have treated them two times a week since birth. They love it, of course. Yesterday, I picked up some can of A&B from the local Green Mart. I understand, <laughs> Green Mart, eh? <laughs> I understand the mix process and amounts, but is, is this for every watering or how often? Just when I think I have it all figured out. I gave him a light feeding today to get started. Either way, thanks for everything DGC. I'm assuming if he's got can A and B, speaking of can of cocoa A and B, and more, it's for 90% of your waterings. It's for most of your waterings. So yeah. If you're an inert cocoa, you're always feeding. You can go a day. Every once in a while, like once every two weeks, or when I'm feeling, you know, enzyme-ish, I just do a straight watering with an enzyme, or just water an enzyme. Sure. Because my frequency of watering myself is every other day, pretty much. I got to water. Right. So it's like, dude, I know I'm going to miss out on this feeding, but the plants don't react that quick. If I did it again, they probably would. Sure. They'd probably start reacting. But, but I mean, a simple answer is yes. You're supposed to use the nutrient solution every day, especially if you're using, like, a... Cocoa is considered hydroponics. At least a lot of people consider it hydroponics because the media is fairly inert. So to keep on uh, uh, giving it nutrient every day, it's just like I like to eat every day. I don't know about you. You like to eat every day? Usually. You know yeah. what I mean? If you eat a big meal one day. I'm on my methamphetamine might, diet right now. <laughs> you, you might eat a little bit less the next day, but you still want something, right? Yes, you so. do. And so, uh, yeah, and you should start seeing, uh, let's see, he said they're almost four weeks old. The only thing, if you're following a feed chart, they're usually pretty point on. Just be careful if they're too young, you go in at quarter strength, then you go to half strength, and you get them built up. But I think you're going to see awesome results, man. Keep us filled in, and congrats on being the legal bagel. All right, so what are we doing? How are we rolling? How are we rolling, Guru? How long is this show? I think we're doing good, man. 102. Whoa, man. Whoa. Right on time. Right on time. Let's see. I got a little bit. Uh, give a quick shout out to a way to grow, guys. If you're a Colorado grower, everything is on sale. And even non-Colorado growers, such as Van Ripster and some of the people that come up for the GCC Cup, stop in and get some shit. But uh, everything, uh, there's got to be something you need, I'll say, that's on sale. Everything from uh, Roots Organics 
mix, their enriched soil mix, and the camouflage bag, 50% off, can of cocoa for about 50% off. Um, that's just the, the the media, the cocoa, not right. the nutrient line. Right. Uh, all their plastic trays, if you need any trays, are like 45% off. And the entire Aurora Innovations, the entire Aurora Innovations, which is Roots Organics, Soul Synthetics, and all that jazz as well. I'm actually today going to go down there and pick up uh, a few different things. I think a couple bags that Roots Organics supplement a little bit here and there outside where i got to do some planning. It's just cheap as dirt right now. Do you like that? No. Nobody's ever had the cheapest dirt sale. <laughs> anyway, there's no such thing as dirt technically, is there? Soil? I believe dirt is dead. Soil is alive. Feel free to use Dude Grow's account at any of the way to grows while you're hanging. Pick yourself up a $7 CO2 refill or just have a good time getting your problem solved. Or hopefully right. you don't have any problems. I haven't had any problems in a long time, man. No. Not as far as bugs or any of that shit, thank God. I know it's coming. Wood, Now's man. the time. Now's the time, Mike. <laughs> it's warming up outside. All right, we'll wrap it up with what I got going on my grow real quick. Picked up a dwarf plant, um, which is what it was named by its creator from another grower that I was hanging out with <laughs> last night. It's Granddaddy Perp crossed with Girl Scout cookies. Um, and he basically, I just said, I want to try something outside that's really short. Do you have anything? He's like, dude, I'll bet you this won't get above like full on, like, I don't know, 40 inches. I'd be surprised. He said it goes really bushy, but what was weird about it. If you've seen a plant that looks like the clone was taken, um, when it was in flowering, yeah. it'll throw three sets of leaves and then it'll throw, maybe it'll throw a normal leaf, but like two of the petioles, if that's, I don't know, like two of the leaf parts are curved at the end instead right, of pointed. Right. You're like, I don't know, man. This thing looks like a little demented, like weird. And he's like, dude, that's that's, that's how, it, how it grows, man. Uh-huh. He's like, it's not, you know, it, the duck is just some other Frisian duck, yeah, yeah. Like it looked kind of like that. And he's like, I'm like, hell, have you grown it out? And I mean, it's my first question. He's like, yeah, sure. definitely, a few times, man. So that, I'm excited to have a different style plant that looks a little different, and uh, we'll have the Granddaddy Perp cross the Girl Scout cookies. Fuck yeah, man. And Definitely. Lastly, man. I did plant my LB seeds, LB instead of LG. Okay. Okay. Have you ever tried the LB, man? Oh, dude, it's the the uh, lemon lemon. Oh man, what's the other strain? The lemon. Uh, I want to say the word barley. Well, it was G thirty or I'm a what one? What lemon, did Ripster lemon have? G that and brandy wine. Brandy wine. There I was calling go. it barley. Getting my alcohols confused. <laughs> Alcohol ingredients. Anyway, yes, lemon crossed with brandy wine. So pretty stoked. I know you have some. I think yep. Guru has some. So stop slacking. Yeah, we're about, no, we're about to pop them, man. Moby Dill already has some popped, and Ripster has some popped. So by this time, or for the cup next year, we should have some real dank. Which everybody's going to put in their LB. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> tell the building inspector when he comes by just to ignore the seeds growing over there, right? You cannot grow in a pole barn. Pole barn. Yeah, you probably a permit not, man. For that shit. Yeah, man. You would have to walk into the pole barn to water the plants, so you can't do that either. Man. Well, you told me that they told you <laughs> you can't podcast in there. No, can, you cannot walk in there with your phone or a microphone <laughs> and talk. Are you nuts? I wonder if I should check sometimes I podcast in my basement. Is that allowed? I don't I might know, need man. a permit. Jeez. Put it in the rules. bag. Give some shout-outs to you meme authors, people putting up dank nugs. What's up? Who you got, man? Come on, man. Oh, i got Experimental Greenhouse and Michigan Mike. Perfect. Big dog in Fecundo G. <laughs> I was laughing about that one in the car today. <laughs> D-O-G and Micro Mouse. Mr. Moho Resin. Farmer Mac. Beef Chief and Ginger Grower. All right. Much appreciation, you members. Trumped up buds. Stony Montana. Fish and Worms and Mall Slayer. 
would have hacked that one up. Potaponics, how you beat a right back. Peace out, guys. Have some fun. Hang out next time. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. It's a mall slayer, anyhow. <laughs> some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss spaces to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Now if the big man catch you riding high, oh, we gonna lock you in a cage. No. If you wonder why he hates the dank, just look at how he's being paid. Now, don't lock up me for smoking weed. I ain't done nothing wrong.